0: Another movie review, this is Sunflower and this movie was released in 1970 and I saw it last week. It's directed by Vittorio De Sica, uh, and Tonino Guri wrote the screenplay and the story uh, and also assisted by Cesaro Zavattini. And the cast in the lead role is Sophia Loren as Giovanna, Marcello Mastroianni as Antonio Ludmila Savaleva plays Masia. Galina Adriva plays Ga- uh Valentina Ivanova. And Anna Karena plays La Madre de Ant- Antonio. Uh, and Nadia Serajchenko plays La Contadina Russia. That's uh, uh an official in the Russian uh government. And uh It was, as I say, released in 1970 and it captured uh, some awards, Academy Award uh, it got a nomination for Best Music Score by Henry Mancini and the David Di Donatello uh, Italian Awards uh, of the same year, 1970 uh, Sophia Loren won the Best Actress uh, statue. Now one of the huge benefits I gained from watching movies uh, other than the entertainment factor of course is the opportunity to learn about actors about their choices, about their knowledge of issues, their ability to become the characters they play and because of that um, that it shows us, the viewer, a greater part of their own personality now, Sophia Loren is one of the great examples of this as a younger viewer I remember seeing Sophia uh, and she was an extremely beautiful Italian actress who usually played roles to the lead, uh, uh, main lead role in blockbuster action adventure Hollywood pics. For example, The Pride and The Passion. But let's just recall, Sofia Sicconini was born in 1934 and began her acting career in 1950. But following her uh, relationship and subsequent marriage to Carlo Ponte, uh, she changed her name to Lorraine and also her public image. Although her early work was still wrapped up in Italian cinema until 1958, when Hollywood doors opened for her. Now, Sunflower, as I say, released in 70, saw her return to work with the acclaimed Italian director, Vittoria Vittoria De Sica, and she starred alongside another Italian film icon, Marcello Mastroani. The film is in Italian, and it enabled me to explore further the huge talent that this woman has. She really is a gem, and this performance... uh, surpasses uh, all of those Hollywood performances uh, in spades. It's a war drama and it's on a par with her Academy Award winning performance in Two Women, which was also directed by De Sica. It's set in World War II and it's a riveting watch. Sunfowl, my review. Early scenes in this melodrama show Giovanna, played by Lorraine, in anguish, trying to get Italian authorities to tell her what has happened to her husband Antonio, who left Italy to fight in Russia to defeat the Red Army in World War Two. The war's now over and troops are returning home, defeated, shamed, but alive, having survived the Russian winter. But where is Antonio? Immediately we view uh, raw emotion as her desperation spills out to the officials. The film then begins a series of flashbacks used frequently by director De Sica. Courtship between Giovanni and Antonio is recalled. The fun and happiness and mischief taking centre stage. And then that looming date when Antonio has to report for active service with the Italian army before being sent to the Russian front to support Nazi troops ...in their showdown with the might of Soviet Russia. They marry in Naples quickly, a small celebration. And then they've got 12 days before that dreaded uh, uh, meeting. They check into a rented apartment, self-catering. It's a honeymoon. And Antonio cooks a huge omelette after an appetite fed by lovemaking. De Sica then shifts to a war setting... And we witness aerial bombing, bombing in the small town where the couple are. And here Antonio appears to lose his mind. Uh, he's sent to a sanatorium. It's all a bit of a pretense by the pair to avoid military service. But when Giovanna visits, the couple are spotted by his staff being intimate. And their show is exposed. So Anthony has no choice, a court-martial in prison or the Russian front. One of many emotionally powerful scenes we witness, the couple at the departing station with hundreds of other couples and families saying their goodbyes, not knowing if they will see their loved ones again. The last expressions of passion is also viewed in toilets and in various hidden compartments on the train. Milan station, returning troops a man is spotted with the photo uh, by uh, Giovanni as she holds up the photo of Antonio. He approaches her, and he tells his painful story about leaving Antonio on the River Don in the depths of winter. Italian troops, backing, lacking sorry appropriate clothing to survive these sub serial temperatures, as the men try and walk away from the battlefield to safety. And the scenes as men drop exhausted and freeze to death as they are left by their fellow soldiers. And Antonio was one of them. We witness this in the flashback and its pain is transfixing. To see a film's Russians as a comparison with, with suitable clothing and skis showing their mobility. He makes a political point I think about the era of the Nazi High Command invading Russia in the fall. The cinematography is superb by the way, capturing the historical record and the music score by Henry Mancili Mancili, truly encapsulates the moment perfectly. We also see a faint hope as the Italian troops see a small shack like building. But when they open the door, it's packed to the brim. So they have to return and continue the walk. At this point, the soldier tells Giovanni uh, that, that her, her husband uh, uh, fell and that he uh, took some time before walking on and leaving Antonio. This provokes rage from Giovanna at the thought of this man leaving her husband to die. But then she starts to clutch at the thread that he might not be dead. As said, uh, a highlight in a movie with a vast array of tragic moments. This belief then sends her to Russia to search for Antonio and we get a glimpse of the numbers wanting our answers from the authorities about missing men, Russians, Germans and Italians, lost loved ones. What follows are searches at football stadiums, cemeteries, fields of sunflowers that cover the bodies of frozen victims. She asks numerous people to view photographs of Antonio in locations near to where the fighting took place. and uh, She also mistakenly identifies a man in the city in a, spotted in a crowd And we witness, uh, through Lorenz's character, the strength and determination to leave no stone unturned. And then almost, as time was running out, an old Russian woman in a small town says she recognises him and tells her to follow. There's a house, a young woman and children. The seeker pans the camera to take in the detail. The female mind interpreting the picture of the family. Giovanna is uncertain. The scene as the two women meet is both touching and transfixing and nerve-wracking. You've sensed the depth of feeling in both. The Russian trying to convey an innocence in what she did. The sorrowful empathy. The Russian woman tells her story of how she rescued Antonio from the door of death in the snow. Then collisions of emotions build up. And then, at the train station, as Antonio arrives home from work, on the platform, we see Giovanni and his eyes meet her. The impact is so beyond anyone's really uh, capabilities to understand. It encapsulates all the tragic consequences of war. It's a hard, tearful watch, but for Giovanni she flees on the, onto the train. We're then back in Germany in Italy and Giovanna tries to restart her life. A new relationship, a child, but hardly a new love. A, finding, a final burial of memories, pictures, clothes, destroyed. But in Russia, Antonio, uh, torn with guilt and reawaking feel, feelings for his lost Italian love, He must return to Milan to explain. And this he does. And then we see the last chapter of this movie. This tremendous movie about human emotions. uh, As he uh, contacts uh, Giovanna when he arrives in Milan. She is rather put out. Not interested. uh, And he then uh, takes a room with a prostitute. Mere shelter, it has to be said, uh, because then he follows it up with another call. And uh, Giovanna reluctantly uh, agrees that for him to visit the meeting in her home is very, very uh, difficult for both of them. Uh, but we see a final swan song of their love, a few scraps really, that are still around. But for Giovanna, it's far too late. She has children, she has a family. So another uh, heart-wrenching goodbye on the platform. No, not this time. It is, for Antonio, a disappointment. For uh, Giovanna, it's a realisation about the fact that time doesn't stand still. It's the same uh, platform, of course, but with a different emotion. So to summarise this movie, uh, it unearths all those emotions of love, loss, separation, anger, fear, the recognition of a central performance by Sophia Loren, which is in itself remarkable. But additionally, why she failed to receive at least a nomination for Best Actress, Actress from the Academy Awards. Uh, I don't get it. You just watch it.